Welcome to the Dave Mars Show, everyone. It's great to have you here. The best way to support this show is completely free. It really mean a lot to me and be a huge help if you could leave me a review on Apple Podcast or just share the show with your friends in any way you can. Another way to support the show is signing up for my email list using the link in the show notes in the description. Members of my email list will get to submit Q&A questions, which I'll be answering every few weeks on the podcast. I really appreciate the support, everyone. Let's get started with today's show. Welcome to the Dave Mara Show, everyone. It's great to have you here. So in today's episode, I'm going to explain to you guys how I started my photography business and all the techniques and tactics that I used to build it over the years. So six years ago in 2015, I quit my job as an aerospace engineer. I was working at Boeing Aerospace building 777 jumbo jets, and I really enjoyed that job. It paid a lot of money, which almost made it harder to walk away from because I was 28 and making six figures which is what most people aim for. Um, I'm not sure why. I don't really think I need that much money. I still don't need that much money in life, but it is nice to have money so you have a little cushion to do creative stuff. But walking away from that job was a really hard decision. And the only way that I could make that decision is have a setup in my life that I could actually justify walking away from that job and being able to build a new business on my own because I had never actually built my own business before. I had worked in aerospace. And before that, I was in college. But something told me that the right time and place of the internet just starting to come alive with a lot of new creators, the right technology of cameras getting really good and being able to easily make content like I am right now, I saw the future of all this being able to mesh together. And I wanted to be part of that future. And I didn't want to be part of the building aircraft future. Although I think airplanes are really cool, It's not something that I found myself able to actually push my personal limits within or push my mental limits within. So if anybody's feeling like that with their current jobs and they're saying to themselves, man, I worked all my life to get this job. It pays well, but I'm kind of bored. Those can be the hardest jobs to leave because not only do you have all this cost associated with, you might have paid for college, you might have all this debt from college, you might be scared to leave that job and try to build your own business or whatever else you want to do. It can be really scary to walk away and jump off that cliff. So what I want to do is I want to lay out in this episode how I went about doing that. And there's many different ways to do this within your life, but these are just some tactics that I use from an engineering and first principles perspective. And first principles just means looking at a problem. So let's look at my problem. My problem was that I was working at Boeing and I wanted to work for myself and build a company. I knew I liked photography. I had been doing photography for a while. So I had a lot of knowledge in photography and I wanted to make a career out of teaching people photography and then showing people different techniques they can use in their life to just live a more fulfilling life. So those are the things that drive me. So from a first principles perspective, Instead of doing what most businesses do, most businesses would say, all right, I want to create a new business. I'm going to look at all the current business models in my niche, and I'm just going to reverse engineer what they do and build a business out of that. Now, that might get you to a result a lot quicker, but the problem is, is your business will be just like their business. So it's a really bad way to design a business because if you have the same product as they do, then you're going to be in a price war trying to go lower and lower with price to battle with them forever because you copied off of their business. The engineering or first principles perspective instead says, we have this final outcome that they want or that I want. My outcome was building a business that could help people learn, teaching myself along the way, 
and also challenging myself along the way, both in photography and building online businesses. So that's the outcome that I was looking for. Instead of saying, well, I'm going to look for other businesses and see how they do it and reverse engineer it, I said, well, what are the actual things that I need to make this happen? So the first principles perspective is building from the bottom up towards a goal. And the other perspective, which many businesses take, which usually ends up in their failure, is going from other businesses reverse engineering backwards to the first steps in the project. So the first principles is what really good engineering products use. They build from the bottom up. And how many failing businesses work is they copy another business and build from the top down. Building from the top down can be really good in specific areas if you want to make something move really quickly. For example, during the coronavirus, countries that have dictators and don't have liberty or freedom could easily just tell everybody exactly what they needed to do, and those citizens had to listen to that whether they liked it or not. That's the top-down approach. The bottom-up approach is each individual making individual decisions, and the addition of all those creates a specific result. Now, that's a lot more messy approach, but it gives people individual freedom. And usually with individual freedom comes more creativity because if one guy or one government or one anything is sending you dictates from the top down, then you have no point of being a creative person because they're going to always tell you what to do. When you go with the bottom-up first principles approach, you're always experimenting, you're always making personal decisions, and you have to trust yourself and you have to trust your ability to make these decisions. Otherwise, you're going to fail. So there's many places where the top-down approach might work. I would not recommend it for life. I would not recommend it for building businesses that you want to last for the long period of time. Because if you build a business that goes from the top-down approach, what's going to happen is you're actually not going to learn how that business runs or why those persons built that business the way that they did. You'll just use their roadmap to get there. And then when the market changes or when life changes or when the world changes, then you're not actually going to understand the fundamentals or the first principles of how that thing was built. So you won't be able to stay ahead of the pack and make good, solid decisions on where you want to go with it next. So that's the first thing to look at is designing a life that can make you money, but also teaches you at the same time and helps others at the same time. So What I like to do or every, I'm doing this constantly, but before I left my job and quit, I first visualized a life that I wanted to live. And this should be something you write down on paper and brainstorm. So you can write down all the components of this life. For me, it was something or a life, I should say, a life that allowed me to constantly make creative decisions on my own and constantly push my limits. And then once I became fairly good at all these different skills I was learning, I could teach them back to others at a very high level that was also simplified. And from their learning these new skills, they could build out different creative projects in their own life that they wanted to work on. So that's what drove me. That's what still drives me. But you need to have this upper level thing. It doesn't have to be a bunch of different notes. It has to be this vision that you have in your head that when you get unmotivated, you can pull this vision up and it's so clearly defined in your mind that you can actually feel it and it will push you towards where you want to go. So that's an essential thing. And a good way to do this when you're doing the brainstorming for this life that you want to live, don't listen to the self that's always going to say you're going to fail 
or no, there's no way you can do that every time. Just get everything out of your head, write it down. And what you'll find, I think, is that things you write down and then work on eventually come true. I look back at my old notebooks of goals I had and projects I did and lifestyles I wanted to live. And looking at those from five years ago, all the stuff that was important to me then and I wrote down ended up coming true because for some reason, writing it down just makes it happen if you're willing to put in the work. So after you do all this brainstorming, I would recommend just getting everything out there. Get as much out there as you can so you can paint this picture in your mind of where you want to go. And you have to have the trust in yourself that you're going to be able to do this. So self-trust is one of the most important skills in living a life that you want to live and having creative freedom, meaning you can make creative decisions and trust yourself that you can build it out and continue to fund your life in the future. And if that's something that really interests you, everybody can learn to do it. And it's a skill like anything else. You can get better at it as you push yourself forward. The other thing that I like to do after I get this brainstorming out and I have this lifestyle in mind that I want to live is I just take it and I break it down into projects. Now, a project is just something that's going to help me get one step closer to that life that I want to live. So a project is basically, let's just give an example here. One project for me building my business was I wanted to build out a website that had a lot of good information on it that was free, that could teach people all the skills that I was using for photography. And the goal of this website was to help me refine my own ideas and by learning my own ideas and really breaking them down to step-by-step processes, as you'll see on my website, Dave Morrow Photography or DaveMorrow.blog, by refining those in my own mind, I can get better at not only building out things that I want to build because I can actually see them in reality on the page, but I can also get better at teaching them and talking to others about them. So that was my project. I wanted to build out this website. So you will have a bunch of these different projects that you're going to need. And the addition of all these projects together should, in theory, create this life or business or whatever else you're looking to build in the future. So I'm always working on new projects and then completing them and then seeing what the next most important project is. So the hardest part is going to be to pick what projects you want to work on first. And if you're looking at a bunch of different projects that you think are going to need to combine to make this lifestyle, some of those projects are not as important as others. Some you might not be able to start until you complete other projects. And this is the hardest part about engineering or building stuff in general is not making up all the ideas, but actually executing the ideas in the correct order and having the correct sequence. So when most people build stuff, And one of the biggest reasons why they fail in building anything, it could be a life or a business or whatever else, is that they have all these great ideas, but they don't know how to implement them and they don't know the order in which to implement them. So what I do is very simple. I look at all of these projects that I might write down. So you have your brainstorm or your vision of where you want to take things. That's your goal just you're going to aim for in the long term. Then you have all these projects that you just pull out of your head and you say, well, I'm, I'm going to need to do this thing to complete this life I want to live. I need this other project, this other project. I just look at all these written down projects. I also get them all out on the paper. And then I go through each one and I say, on a rating from zero to 10, how important is this project to my actual long-term goals or my long-term business or the life I want to build. And I go around to each of those projects that I wrote down and I rate them 
And if the project isn't a 9 out of 10 rating, meaning I'm not extremely excited to do it, I don't think it's absolutely necessary. If it's not a 9 out of 10 rating, with 10 being the best or the most important, I just cut it out. And I do that with everything in my life because it's very easy to get bogged down with things that are a 7 or 8 out of 10 rating in life. And 7 or 8 out of 10 rating might seem important, but it doesn't actually move you forward quickly enough that you'll ever get all the stuff that you want to get done. So if you just rate everything you do, I also have this algorithm that I've just trained myself to run in my mind. Every action I'm doing in my life, every project, I'm rating each of these on a scale of 0 to 10. If it's not a 9 or a 10 out of 10, I just delete it from my life completely. So you'll miss out on a lot of stuff in life. And you're going to miss out a lot of stuff that's rated 7 or 8. But if you fill your life with those 9 and 10 rating things, you'll not only move much more quickly and build things that are much more important and much more, I guess you could say, useful for everybody. But you also just live a way better life. At least in my experience, this is true. So to cut everything else out, this is also an extremely, extremely hard skill to learn because a lot of stuff is going to feel like it's a 9 or a 10 until you look at all of the other surrounding projects that you're working on. So rank ordering these against each other can be very hard because something that you thought was really important, say a 9 out of 10 rating, might actually drop down to like a 7 out of 10 rating compared to some other thing. So it's very important to gain this skill set over time. And the only way you can gain this skill set is by constantly working on your projects. So that's the next step. Just pick one of these projects it doesn't have to be perfect. Move quickly and just get after it. If it's a 9 out of 10 rating, just pick one of the projects that you think is going to move you forward in the most beneficial way and just start working on it immediately. The other big downfall that I see people do when building businesses is they want to work on too much stuff and they want to get too many projects done at once. So they end up failing. And this is why you see really large scale businesses that have lots of management and lots of administrators move so slowly and they end up losing their technological advantage. We've seen this with Google over the last 10 years. Google used to move very quickly and it used to make great products. And then they had to get out into all these other products that did not have 9 out of 10 ratings. And it slowly bogged down their company. And they're just becoming another big company now that runs like Microsoft or any other aging company. If you look at newer companies that move quickly like Tesla, you'll notice that they are moving 10 times faster than everybody else. And that's because they're only working on things with a 9 or 10 rating in importance for the large scale goals or objectives of what they want to do. So at a personal level, when you're building businesses, you don't have any administrators. It's just you and your mind. So remove the administration from your life and say, I'm going to only work on things that I deem are badass and I'm going to get them done quickly, and I'm going to cut out all projects and all steps of those projects that do not have 9 or 10 ratings in my overall life. So that's really hard to do. It'll take you a long time, and I'm still not an expert at it, but I'm working to get better at it all the time. So just pick one project, the most important project, the one that your gut instinct tells you you want to work on the most, and then work on it until it's complete. I would suggest working on a project that only takes one to two weeks at first, and I would also recommend it be something that is not building out a website or not doing web design or not doing any wide range or wide range of activities that you can hire somebody to do much better. You should do a project that is creating something that you do not yet have expertise in and that's going to teach you something along the way 
and that can also be useful to others once you're completed it. So pick a project along those lines. Don't think about it too much and say to yourself within this project, what is the next action required to move forward to the goal or the completion of this project? So you don't need to have this long administration written out thing that says, well, I need to do step one on Monday, step two on Tuesday, step three on Wednesday, and then in five years, I'll be done. I would recommend using a very lean and quickly moving implementation to your projects. You know the end goal of your project in your mind. Just look at the thing and say, what is the very next action or very next step that I need to complete to move this project forward? Go do it immediately. And then after that step's done, do the same thing in your head again. What is the next very important step or what is the next most important step to move the project forward? Complete that step. After it's done, move to the next. The big problem with planning projects and thinking you're going to have all the steps laid out in front of you is that if you're going to spend all of your time planning and doing administrative work, planning out these steps, and you're never actually going to work on anything. And what you're also going to find out, and all good engineers find this out, and all people that are completing and building stuff in life find this out, what you thought was the correct steps when you laid out all these long, drawn-out processes for your project, say, the first 10 steps in your project, well, you're going to find out by step three that step four through 10 are incorrect and you're going to have to change anyway. So by picking one step, completing it, picking the very next important step, completing it, continuing to go with that, you can also assign a nine or 10 rating to these steps. If the step does not get a nine or 10 rating, cut it out and move on because you'll find that projects move much more quickly when you don't do all this useless stuff within the project that you don't actually need to make it work. It's much better to move quickly and get on to the next project and nail on the next project because this experimental mode of constantly picking the very next action, completing it, and finding the next most important next action, constantly experimenting is going to give you a feedback loop in your mind. And if so long as you're completing these steps... A lot of times you're going to guess the wrong step, but when you do, it's a feedback loop of new information so you can quickly guess the next step after that. So when you're completing these projects, it's essential that after you're done with each, share them with people, get them out to a website, get them out to an email list, get them out on social media, anywhere that makes sense for you at the time, just pick the easiest place and go. I would recommend everybody just build a very simple website and start writing on that website, getting ideas out and sharing your work with the world. You can get ideas out, you can get photos out, you can get podcasts out, anything that's going to put your ego on the line. And you have to step up and say, well, I need to create this thing. And then I got to share it with people. And that's going to feel scary at first. But over time, you'll find out that that scary feeling goes away. And you'll constantly crank out and ship new work. And you'll get better and better through this feedback loop of improvement. The other thing that's important about sharing your work is that you might have a really refined skill set that you want to teach people or that you've learned through creating all these projects and completing them, but nobody is going to trust you as an expert in a specific field until you actually show them again and again and again that you're an expert. And it's not necessarily just showing them. Think about the old style of TV commercials where you might have had Nike or Coca-Cola they used famous people to market, right? Because you already have trust with famous people. Famous people could be an actor. It could be a musician. It could be somebody that's in a professional sports league. The audience already trusts these people. So 
even though they may not trust the company they're buying from, they're trusting that this famous person uses the specific product from the company. So they've built trust. So there's no reason that somebody would just show up on your website, even if you have a few pieces of content and trust that you are somebody that's going to provide them with a useful way of learning or a useful way of enjoying life or a useful way of doing things. Only through repetition can you build trust. So sharing your work consistently, putting work out there that's really good on a consistent basis, and even if it's not good at first, slowly building your skill set till your work's better and better and better, just immediately share your work with the world. Once it's good enough, just get a piece of content out there and ship it to the world. Teach people ways that you think about things. Show people art that you make. Show people ideas, anything. Just get it out to the world. And with that in mind, you'll constantly have to improve yourself because your ego will be on the line. And you'll say to yourself, well, that last piece of content was embarrassing. I could improve upon that. And you'll know ways in which you can improve and you'll continue to have that mechanism and feedback as you get better and better and push yourself. So this same setup can be used with every single project you do. And the combination of all these projects over time will morph into that life that you want to live. And you can also fund your life off of it by selling people products in the long term. So once you build trust with an audience through lots of free content that should be continuously coming out, you'll also build relationships with an audience. And somebody that's running their own online business, you don't need to have a million people buy your product. If you have a $100 product, for example, and you have a 1,000 people that trust you, there's $100,000 that you can make in a year. You could also scale this up or down. You could have 500 people that trust you with a $200 product and they'll buy it from you every year. You have $100,000. And if you need less money than this or more money than this, you can scale the number up and down. But the goal here is to build things that are useful to people, that help others out, to inspire them, to help them see the world in the ways that you do, and to give them shortcuts so they don't have to bang their head off of a desk and try to learn something when you know an easier way to do it or learn it. And if you can build trust through these methods, then you can over time build not only a knowledge and skill set for yourself, but you can build a lifestyle where you have creative control and you can just look out into the world and see ways that you can help people and you can line those things up with skills that you have. And over time, you'll have a really good business. It just takes some time and it also takes trusting yourself. So hopefully that helps you guys out. Those are just ways that I look at the world and I look to build businesses. But I think the key over time here is, is that your ability to see what will be useful or important in the world will get better and better, but it only comes through lots of repetition. So it's much more important to move quickly and create content and ideas that might not be perfect, but they're really good and they're good enough that you can help others out and you learn in that process. And that twofold benefit is something that can keep you interested and excited. And it can also give you the income to propel yourself to create new projects in the future and fund your next projects. Then you're never worrying about having to sell advertisements. You're never worrying about where your income's going to come from. You control the whole stream because you understand it from the first principles bottom up approach instead of copying from the top down approach, trying to build a business just like everybody else. And those all eventually crash and fail in the end. So hopefully that helps you guys out. Let me know if you like this. Send me an email. Get in touch. Get in touch over on YouTube or anywhere else. And I'm going to keep putting these podcasts out for a while. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Take care. Thanks for listening. The best way to support this show is completely free. 
It'd really mean a lot to me and be a huge help if you could leave me a review on Apple Podcast or just share the show with your friends in any way you can. Another way to support the show is signing up for my email list using the link in the show notes in the description. Members of my email list will get to submit Q&A questions, which I'll be answering every few weeks on the podcast. I really appreciate the support, everyone.